Are you an international student or graduate in Australia and you look ready to find a job or maybe you're already working? You're wondering how to maximise the time that you're able to work and improve your work experience in Australia and ultimately secure a pathway to permanent residency. Well, if you are and you're ready to explore that world of work opportunities here for people like you, but you're still a bit confused about your work rights and the visa requirements, then this is the episode for you. Hi, I'm Rhea Favole, CEO and founder of Solvi Migration, providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just vacay in Australia, and you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia. Join me on Making Australian Migration Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Hello again. Welcome to the 16th episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. I'm your host, Rhea Favole, and I'm the CEO and founder of Solvi Migration. I'm also a former Australian immigration official. Today I'm going to share with you some knowledge and guidance so that you can maximise your time in Australia as an international student or graduate. And as always, I'm delighted to reward our amazing listeners with a thank you bonus towards the end. So please stick with me and sit back and relax and let me explain how to maximise your time in Australia, being compliant with your visas and to gain more work experience and also be mindful how to secure that pathway to permanent residency. In last week's episode, I discussed the new aged care labour agreement and we covered off uh, discussions on topics about what the new aged care labour agreement is, how someone can migrate under the agreement and how aged care businesses can utilise the agreement. This week, I'm going to talk to you about how certain international students and graduates can maximise their stay in Australia to secure a longer time, gain valuable work experience and work towards permanent residency. I'm going to cover off topics on the subclass 500, that's the student visa, to get an understanding of your work rights while you're on that visa in Australia. And then I'm going to talk about the subclass 485 temporary graduate visa and understanding the different streams of that visa. And lastly, I'm going to talk about, again, the subclass 485 temporary graduate visa, uh, but the key changes that you have to be aware of um, that have come into effect since 1 July 2023. Okay, so first off, I want to talk about a subject that is the front of mind for international students in Australia right now. And that is clarifying what are the work hours limits uh, that are in place after 1 July 2023. So to remain compliant with your student visa, here are some general tips. So you need to maintain your course enrolment, which means you need to ensure you continue to pay all your course fees and stay enrolled full time. Don't change your course without getting some advice to see if that's okay with your current student visa. Of course, maintain proper uh, international uh, health coverage. Comply with your visa, keep up with your course attendance, study hard and make sure that you're progressing satisfactorily through the subject. For most international students from 1 July 2023, the limits on work hours has come back into effect, which means that for most of you, there's a limit of 48 hours per fortnight. The information in the news and even from the government website can be a bit confusing because there's different limits depending on the type of course you're studying. So let's clarify. If you're doing graduate research degree, then you can work unlimited hours on your student visa while you study. If you're studying any other type of course, you will have the limit of 48 hours per fortnight while you'll study. 
When the course is not in session, like a semester break though, unlimited hours. If you've got a spouse who's a dependent on the visa, they'll have the same work hours limits that you have on your visa. However, here's another caveat for the other ones who are generally affected by the 48 hour work limit. Uh, if you already have a job working in the aged care sector from the 9th of May, 2023, you can continue to work unlimited hours while you study. And that is at least until the 31st of December, 2023. Um, you'll need to stay up to date to see what is going to happen after that time. I hope that makes things a little less confusing for all the international students that are listening. And then you can, I guess, follow those rules, make sure you comply with your visa. Uh, the next topic I'm gonna cover off is the, I guess the next visa that a lot of you will be heading towards. Now I want to dive into, dive into, Australians love diving into things. I think it's because we live near beaches a lot of the time. So we're going to dive into the temporary graduate visa as I've seen so much confusion over this program. The subclass 485 temporary graduate visa offers significant benefits. So you can stay for longer in Australia without work limits after you finish your studies in Australia. You can gain valuable work experience in your profession, get a full-time income, which of course is very appealing. Um, you can include your family members too on this visa. Um, you can also continue doing some further studies if you wish to. My hot tips for this visa though are to make sure that you are working in a role that aligns with your qualifications so that you can gain the correct type of work experience and ultimately meet the skills requirements for a permanent residency pathway. The second tip would be to ensure um, that you apply for the correct stream. There are actually four different streams of this visa, so it can be quite confusing to know which one. And sadly, if you make a mistake, it can result in a visa refusal, and then the visa fee isn't refundable. The only way to undo the mistake is to apply for a review at the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. They have an application fee of $3,374, and then you've got to pay for professional fees for a qualified immigration lawyer and migration agent to handle your case. A costly mistake you don't want to make, so make sure you get the right advice in the first place. Also maintain adequate health insurance. Be aware that the overseas student health cover is not the correct policy for the subclass 485 visa. Um, there's a different type. So we are proud, Solvi is proud to partner with Alliance Care. Um, so we can actually give you um, some quotes on getting the right kind of uh, insurance if you're a bit confused. Now, let's talk about the streams. There is a graduate stream visa. That's the first one. That's for international students who recently graduated, that means within six months of your course, and that you've obtained skills or qualifications that are relevant to specific occupations that Australia needs. That's the purpose of this. It's usually granted for 18 months, um, but there have been some super important changes that I want to discuss later in the episode today. So do stay tuned. The second stream uh, is called the post-study work stream. This one is specifically for international students who have recently graduated, again, within six months of qualification, from a degree in an Australian institution. Um, that means a university level qualification. And the degree has to be registered on the Commonwealth Register of Institutions and Courses, otherwise known as CRICOS. And I'll pop a link um, in the bottom uh, so you can check to make sure your course is registered. But again, Super important changes to talk about that affect this visa, so please stick with me a little longer and I'll talk about them later. The next two streams do get a bit bizarre. There's what's called a replacement stream. Um, this visa was set up specifically for people who 
uh, currently or previously held a temporary graduate visa but lost time on their original visa due to COVID travel restrictions. And it's to let people uh, continue to live in Australia temporarily. Um, so if you previously had a graduate uh, stream visa for 18 months, you can now receive two years, noting that it's a temporary measure. So it's essential that you check the current period that applies to your visa when you lodge an application for this stream. If you're previously granted post-work visa for two years uh, and the result was a master's qualification, you can now receive three years. And finally, there is the second post-study work stream. This visa is for people who are currently on the post-study work stream, temporary graduate visa, first post-study work stream or replacement stream who graduated from a degree in an Australian institution in a regional area. Um, this visa allows you to work for a further one to two years, depending on the regional location of the educational institution that you were studying at um, in the first place. That led to the grant of your first temporary graduate visa in the post-study work stream, or... <laughs> the regional area that you live in as someone who holds um, your first, it has to be the first one, um, it can't be a subsequent uh, visa, the temporary graduate visa uh, in the post-study work stream or <laughs> your temporary graduate visa in the replacement stream. So I know that's quite a bit, as I said, it can be quite confusing because there's those different streams. So um, make sure that you have proper advice and understand which one applies to your situation. Let's talk about the various changes to temporary graduate visas. As you know, there's been quite a lot since COVID and people are getting a little confused. So some of the urgent measures that were introduced for international students and graduates were focused on trying to look after them while they were here in Australia, but also look after the workforce shortages that we're experiencing during the pandemic. So they removed the skills assessment requirement for graduate stream applications that were lodged between 1 July 2022 and 30th of June 2023. And they also increase the period that you could stay from 18 months up to two years on the graduate stream visa. And that was for applications lodged from 1 December 2021. So for those whose visa had expired before 1 July 2023, um, and this was for the uh, post-study stream, the government also put in arrangements to allow them to apply for a subclass 408, uh, so the COVID pandemic event visa, um, to give a two-year study for those who are already working in Australia or those who had an offer of employment. But <laughs> now that we're moving into a normal flow again, there have naturally been some more changes. So I wanted to explain two of those key changes today and how they impact the temporary graduate visa program. So the first update applies to all the people who were planning on lodging a graduate work stream visa. So from 1 July 2023, the relaxation rule for the graduate stream has been ceased and skills assessments are going to be required again. So what that means is to be eligible for the graduate stream 485 visa, you must have nominated uh, an occupation that's on the medium to long-term strategic skills list and occupations on this list uh, have relevant skills assessing authority. So the department will only accept a skills assessment that's done by the correct authority. 
Now, I know that that's a lot to take in, but you need to line up so to see that your qualification was on one of those skills lists in order to have that assessed. And that means um, also that the qualification you completed must have been CRICOS registered. Um, so I will be popping uh, a link for, for the details of that. And you also must have applied for a skills assessment, but preferably you've already obtained a positive skills assessment before or you lodge the 485 visa application. If you've had a previous skills assessment done, you'll need to make sure that it hasn't expired, or if it didn't have an expiry date, that it was obtained within the past three years. So the reintroduction of this change only applies for people applying in the graduate work stream visa. Uh, so if you are applying for the post-study work stream, that's for the university graduates, you don't need to obtain a skills assessment um, for your temporary graduate. Now I realise for some, this may mean that they studied and uh, no longer have that pathway to obtain the graduate work stream visa. So they may feel it's unfair. I can understand. Um, and you may have thought that you got a visa because of those temporary changes that were announced. But obviously things change now that COVID um, is becoming endemic. So. It may not take away from the frustration, but I wanted to at least help inform your decision making to think about your next steps um, and give you an understanding of why the rule has been reintroduced by government. So I'm just going to pop my government policy hat back on um, to break it down for you. So the intent of the visa is to keep international students in Australia who've completed qualifications where Australia has identified labour market skill shortages. So during COVID, urgent decisions had to be made to keep people um, such as international students who are already in the country as part of the temporary labour force. So to do this, the government temporarily removed the skills assessment requirement. Now that we're returning to normality and the country has specific labour shortages, the government has reintroduced the skills assessment for these visas so that people who have studied qualifications that lead to jobs where the country has a shortage can have a pathway to permanent residence. So you may want to look at your course and if it doesn't have that pathway, you may need to look at switching it up. The next key change that I'm going to talk about that will impact some, some people more positively um, and it applies to people who are on the post-study uh, stream temporary graduate visa. So again, from 1 July 2023, um, some people, and I will explain who those some people are in a minute, um, who are on the subclass 485 temporary graduate visas, the post-study stream that's for university graduates, um, you'll be given extended work rights to stay in Australia for longer and to um, be able to work. So what that specifically means is um, it's gone from two years to an additional four years for select bachelor degrees, uh, from three years up to five years for select master's degrees, and from four years up to six years for all doctoral degrees. Um, and also worth noting the extension of the one to two years that I talked about for eligible students who live and uh, who live, work and study in regional areas will remain unchanged. So this is a benefit in addition. So to be eligible for an extension, international bachelor and master's students must have a qualification that's listed on an eligible qualifications list, which I will pop a link in um, for you to check out. So please do be aware that the qualifications listed in this document at the moment are a summary of the eligible qualifications for 2022. 
Um, I don't suspect that they're going to change that much for 2023, but a comprehensive list of mapped CRICOS course codes will be released by the Department of Education. Um, they had hope for implementation before 1 July 2023, but I haven't seen that yet. Um, so students will need to refer to that comprehensive list when it's published and confirm eligibility of their particular course with their course provider. If you've been tuning into my podcast for the past few months, uh, it should come as no surprise that government will be targeting skills that Australia needs most, and this includes health, teaching, engineering, and agricultural fields. This continues to be the industries that I've been highlighting as being in demand for uh, migration opportunities to Australia. Now, um, for all doctoral graduates who are eligible for the two-year extension, this is regardless of which type of doctoral qualification you've completed in Australia, and that the extensions will automatically be applied to the temporary graduate visa holders who have completed a qualification from an approved list, or for doctoral graduates who apply for this visa from 1 July 2023. Now, my hot tip for people who benefit from having the extended work period um, on their visa is not to lose sight of your migration goal. So if you are looking to migrate to Australia permanently, you still need to start taking action and planning, doing things like getting skills assessed, keeping up to date with your where your skills are placed and seeing that they continue to be on a list for migration to Australia. And of course, being mindful that there are age limits for skilled migration too. So the Australian Department of Home Affairs and the Department of Education websites do provide some information for international students and graduates. I did note some issues though with international students um, needing to interpret this information around work restrictions. Um, when you're not a migration professional, you, you wouldn't know how to delve into the um, instruments around this. So depending on the level of course that you're studying and the occupation that you're working in will depend on what work limits, like the hours, the limits that you have or don't have. Um, so make sure you get the right advice so that you can properly comply with your student visa conditions. I also understand the policy objective, the changes to the subclass 485 graduate visa, particularly the graduate work stream. However, because there are limits on specific qualifications uh, studied that will impact who can benefit from the change, in fact, that affects both of the streams, um, you'll need to be mindful of what your qualifications are. Um, it would be wise to consult with a qualified immigration lawyer or registered migration agent to ensure that you've got professional advice um, to understand how it impacts your specific circumstances and so that you can secure your pathway to permanent residence. So just to recap, this week we talked about um, certain changes and how international students and graduates can maximise their stay in Australia to secure a longer time to work gain valuable work experience, salary, and work towards permanent residency. We covered off the changes to work rights for student visas, explained a little about the different streams of the temporary graduate visa, and then of course, updates for people to be aware of with the temporary graduate visa. The team and I would be delighted to use the knowledge that I've gained from 20 years in government to um, give you comprehensive advice to help navigate these processes successfully because I realise that they're so confusing. So if anything I've talked about today might impact you or your migration plans to Australia, then please book a consultation and get some sound advice. You can pop onto our website, that's www.solvi.com.au and click on book a consultation 
Um, and of course, thank you so much for listening. And as a reward, I'm going to offer a discount code for booking those consultations. So when you book the consultation, we'll ask for a redemption code and you enter the code 50 off. That's 50OFF to receive $50 off your first consultation to make sure that you get some proper advice on planning your pathways. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope that this has been helpful for all of those beautiful international students and uh, international student graduates here in Australia. Um, please do keep listening, like, subscribe, share with your friends, and please do pop in the comments if there's any particular uh, topics that you'd like me to cover in the future. I do read those comments and um, would love to find out how I can uh, better help guide your migration to Australia more easily. So I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Rhea Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website, solvimigration.com.au. That's solvimigration.com.au. If you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two, please share, rate and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in Australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you later.